Hey, hey, welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. I'm Sierra Booker, sex and intimacy coach and sex enthusiast. I'm about to make your life a lot spicier. I help people find their truths and live their desires shame free. My goal is to break the generational and cultural shame around sexuality and sex, all while helping make your sexual experiences with yourself, partner, significant other in your life, everything that you desire. I am full of resources and I am extremely straight to the point. So if you are ready for the unsugarcoated talks, I'll be covering everything under the birds and the bees, aka sex. Welcome to the Unchained Sex Cast. So we're going to dive into a topic that is one of my favorites. It is one of my powerhouses because what I have done for nearly a decade, I bet you if you would have asked little eight-year-old Sierra, what do you want to be when you grow up? My job title right now is definitely not what Sierra would have said. But sometimes the best things in life come from the least expected areas. I want to talk about sex toys. We're going to talk about sex toys, sex tools, all the things that you can fit in this, you know, 10, 15 minute podcast. Thank you so much for being here. If you're listening, if this is your first time, I appreciate you. So let's just kind of break into what are sex toys. And I want to talk definitely about the stigma around sex toys, because let's admit, raise your right hand. If there has been a stigma around toys, if you've been terrified of using them, if you're like, I have no idea where to start, this will probably be a great podcast for you. Or if you have a partner who's maybe very hesitant or nervous about getting into sex toys, this would also probably be good for them too. So what are sex toys? And the first little stigma that I like to crush is using the word toys and turning that word into tools. Sex toys are more tools. And I like to use the word tools because they are going to be tools that help you in the bedroom. Sex is not a destination. First off, we don't have this destined in zone destination of where we're trying to go. Now, sometimes we do have a fantasy or something that we want to play out to get to a certain point in a whole sex is a journey. Your sexuality, your sensuality, and your pleasure is a journey. There isn't any rush on getting to a certain point. So let's just take the pressure off of sex, okay? You're not on a timeline. You're not trying to get to anywhere in a hurry. This is the only part of your life that you just get to sit back and go, ah, this is what I like. Pleasure is between your ears, not between your legs. So when it comes to pleasure, if you're not allowing yourself to fully open up and receive all of the pleasure and the good things to you, what are you actually enjoying in life? I'll leave you with that. Back to sex tools. Tools in the bedroom. Tools can help us explore other areas. One of the number one reasons why I'm going to suggest that you need at least five to ten different sex tools in your bedroom at a minimum. Uh, Number one reason is because you are going to explore different areas of pleasure. Sex tools not only are going to help you explore, but they're going to really kind of carve out 
and find and help you discover what you do and don't like. I always, always recommend using a new sex toy by yourself first before introducing it with a partner. You're going to feel so much less nervous and knowing your way around the toy is probably going to skip for those awkward moments of, well, how do you turn this thing on? Or is this thing charged? Is this locked? Um, Of course, those are all fun moments of intimacy that help bring intimacy closer. Laughing, farting, queefing, breaking a sex toy, whatever. Those are all parts of the experience. When it comes to tools, though, it's good to use it by yourself first so that you know your way around it. If you are brand, brand new to sex toys and tools, 100% recommend do it by yourself. I've had so many clients who have way better success Um, with using it with a partner and they like the experience versus when they use it by themselves. You know, one of the biggest things that will turn you off is when you use a sex toy or you're so excited, you got something new to try with your partner, you know, a blindfold or gag or maybe something more adventurous and you go to use it with your partner and that first experience just like crushed it like you're like all this and I thought it was going to be so great and now you're just totally disappointed I have personally felt this way with using a different toy there's always one toy I remember that toy literally sat in the bottom of my drawer toy compartment forever and now it's just like you know, it's it's the toy zone that's like the dead-end zone. We just don't go there anymore. It just sits there. For those of us who have a plura of sex tools, you might have the graveyard of sex toys, and you know what I'm talking about. It's time to clear that out. All right, this is your... This is your moment. Just know I can see your drawer. I really can't, but you need to clean that bitch, girl. Or dude. Anybody listening, you got to clean it if you've got that, that graveyard of sex toys. Sometimes that first experience can be important. So test it out yourself. And if you're like, man, I wish I could even get my partner to use one with me. That's the key. You've got to be willing to try stuff on yourself before asking someone else to do it. So I always say, if you are bringing something new home and you have a partner that is very hesitant to try new things or they are breaking out of their comfort zone for you, you need to volunteer as tribute. Hey, I brought home some new handcuffs. Want to tie me up or want to watch me tie myself up? Volunteer as tribute. It's going to be way more fun and it's going to take some pressure off of them if you are throwing yourself under the bus first. Those are some of my key key things that I like to cover when talking about sex toys and tools and introducing them into the bedroom. Let's get to what kinds do you actually need. I have a little rule. I'm going to say it real quick and then I'll break it down for you. Everyone, if interested, should explore these areas. And I say explore because not everyone will like the same pleasure and not everyone will like the same things. However, a couple who are open and willing to step out and try new things together. A lot of that's got to come first before anything physical, of course. But once you get to that physical part and you are wanting to explore other areas for the couples who are like, we're just not sure where to start, here is where I would put you. He, she, we, G, C, and anal. 
So he would be a toy for the penis owners. We have several different types of sleeves and C-rings out there that are really, really and truly for his pleasure. Your pussy pockets or your sleeves. Toys like that would be specifically for his stimulation. Another good one is just like your very basic plain silicone rings. There's like a three pack of different sizes you can get. And those different sizes can play with different stimulation around the testicles, around the shaft. You know, you can use multiple rings around one area. You can really just do different stimulation with a penis owner. He, your next would be she. This is for your clitoris owners. Anyone with a clitoris is going to need a clitoral toy. So your bullet vibrators, those are your small, very cheap ended toys. They usually are battery operated with a cord. Those toys do not last you long at all. If you're looking for a more durable, high-powered, stronger, stronger motors with softer silicone, you're going to definitely look at that higher price point. But for just a cheap-ass clitoral toy, like let's get the job done, very, very basic toy would be your bullet vibrators. So definitely a clitoral toy. Clitoral toys are what I would suggest for a female or a vulva owner who is just starting out and experiencing into sex toys. Um, your clitoral toys are going to be very, a little bit less invasive. They're going to be for outside stimulation only, usually, um, unless you have a dual function one, and we'll get into that in a second. So your clitoral toys are going to be external pleasure guided and you're really going to have a huge variety to choose from when it comes to clitoral toys. 85% of women need clitoral stimulation. So if you've never experienced a clitoral toy, get off this podcast, get yourself a clitoral toy because that's very important for female pleasure to experience clitoral orgasms and clitoral stimulation. Let's just not even back it up. Let's just back it up. We're just talking stimulation here. It's super important. So we have your he, she, your next would be we. So this is going to be a couple's toy that you introduce. There are so many types of couple's toys out there. Um, Being in the toy industry, some of the top sellers in my boutique would be your vibrating panties or your remote controls. Those are so much fun. You can use those for date night out at Maxi. Take them on the plane. Um, remote controls are so much fun and they build so much foreplay, which is key, key, key to sex. If you, if you could just replace sex with one word, foreplay would be the word you would want to use. Some other couple toys besides your remote controls, uh, would be your C-rings or cock rings. And those can definitely be targeted more for his pleasure too, but can definitely give our clitoral friends lots of love. Couples toys are an absolute must. Your next would be C, which is what I like to use for water play. Everyone should experience some toys or accessories that you can use with water fun. So whether it's spicing it up in the shower, your neighbor's pool, there are specific toys that have like hydrothrill motors, motors that are meant to pulsate through waters. Those style of toys obviously are going to be great for us humans where our bodies are made up of mostly waters. Toys that can pulsate through water are going to give a deeper stimulation and a different vibration than what your normal would. Water play toys, most of your, I will say most of your rechargeable 
toys are going to be waterproof as well. Just always, always, always be sure to check if your toy is submergible or just splash proof because there is a difference. Your splash proof toys are made to be clean but not completely submerged. Submergible toys will be able to go completely underneath water. On water play, I definitely, for sanitary reasons, recommend staying away from hot tubs and pools and anything with chemicals. A little side note. So we have your he, she, we, see. G. G stands for the G spot. There are types of toys out there from crystals to the C-shaped, very heavy styled wands, dual action toys that are going to be specifically for your G spot. Your G spot is going to be two inches in the vaginal canal on the belly button wall. So if you were to hold your two fingers up and make a C-shaped right? Just bend them over. Insert those in. You would go straight to your G-spot. Your G-spot is about two inches in. And if you're like, I don't have one. I've never found it. Your G-spot is technically the internal part where the clitoral gland wraps around the vaginal canal, making a very sensitive area. When you become fully aroused, that area, your clitoris, enlarges. When your clitoris is flaccid, that would be not aroused. When your clitoris is aroused, it is going to fill two glands on either side of the labia. That would indicate your G-spot on the inside also is enlarged. When your G-spot's enlarged, it's going to be more of a, a walnut size shape and have a slight bumpy texture to it. C-shape motion, insert straight into the vaginal canal. That is where your G-spot's going to be. If you are looking at G-spot toys. You are going to see that they have very unique shapes to them into that curve motion. A lot of the time for your G-spot toys, you know, when we think of sex, sometimes we're just thinking of like straight pounding and hit the G-spot, you're going to be more in a curved rocking motion. And a lot of the time when you are using a toy to assist in a G-spot orgasm or to assist in G-spot stimulation, that's all you're going to have to do is insert it, get it to that spot, and then make a rocking motion, almost like a tapping motion. If you were to just tap, 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 tap on that area. He, she, see, we, G, and anal. Our last but not least, anal toys. Anal toys has a wide variety the first that I would say to introduce would be like your plugs. Your anal plugs, first off, anything that is an anal toy, the only thing you should use for anal toys should have a tapered end or a hook end. So that way your rectum will not steal your toy, all right? Your rectum has a natural sucking up motion. If you are using a toy that is not meant for anal play, you might be on the show Sex Sent Me to the ER. All right, I'm just going to warn you. Your anal toys are going to be very usually easy to identify because they have that stopper. And I like to say stopper because it's going to stop it from going any further. 
anal toys, like your plugs, can use, um, you can start out with anal plugs because you can use them just to stimulate the outside, maybe while you're stimulating clitoris. Or if you're on a male partner, you can maybe do oral favors while stimulating outside with a plug. You also have the option of anal beads. Anal beads are also very distinguishable. A lot of the time your beads have the option to vibrate or bend, which is fun because vibrating toys um, are even better, especially when it comes to anal. Plugs are great, but if it vibrates, it's probably even better. I will say um, one of the biggest things that I have a hard time finding, I have a hard time finding a good vibrating anal plug because a lot of the anal plugs will not actually stay in. The anal plugs that have the skinny and then bulb-like shape are going to be the ones that your rectum usually naturally holds in better. Lots and lots of options when it comes to anal. Lots of options when it comes to sex toys. So that is my basic breakdown of what I always suggest if you are ready to look into some more toys or you're not sure where to start. Those are all the main options that I always suggest starting with or that you can definitely play around with with a partner. There's so, so, so much more. But that is it for today. So I will catch you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Unchained Sex Cast. For more, please follow us on Instagram under the Unchained Sex Cast or my coaching page, Inspired by Sierra. If you feel inclined, please feel free to share us with your friends. This is not a sponsored podcast, so it is by word of mouth. If you liked us, loved us, wanted to review us, please take a second and do so, and we would super appreciate it to help us organically grow. Thanks again for catching the Unchained Sex Cast. We'll see you on our next episode.